This is episode number 95 of the Thunder Underground podcast. My name is Trent, and as always, this is Jason. Hello. Hello. What's we're, going on? We're inching closer to 100, and yep. we're inching closer to the end. Yes. The the end in a couple different ways, probably. Yeah. Two different ways, because today is Tuesday. Yes. November 8th, mm-hmm. which means tonight the end happens in Tulsa, because Black Sabbath is here. That's right. And the rest of the country then happens because Hillary Clinton or Donald Trump, but basically Hillary Clinton will be your president. So the end is here. Hey, either way, like I said, either way, get your fucking underground bunkers ready. Start conserving your ammo and canned foods. We're all fucked. Here's the deal. (laughs) If you're listening to this early in the day, if this isn't like a day later or a week later, get out and vote. You could vote for Adam Jode. For president. That's who I'm voting for. You could vote for Glenn Hughes for president. Oh, man. You could vote for the whole Grave Huffer band. You could vote yes. for the whole Scattered Hamlet band. All four of those guys are deserving of political office. That's right. And if you don't believe that, then turn this off. Because you don't deserve to listen to this. So I named all those things right now because Scattered Hamlet is our guest this week. Yes. All four members. This is the third time... The full band has been on this show. And it's always fun. It's always laugh-inducing yeah. badassery when yeah. they're on. Always a wide range of topics from their music to other people's music to wrestling always comes into play and all yeah. that great stuff. And, of course, we're going to talk here a bit about Glenn Hughes. The, the voice of rock. Yes. The voice of the heavens. <laughs> but before we do all that, we're going to play some music. <coughs> from a band called Grave Huffer out of Joplin, Missouri. And we'll talk about that here in a minute. Let's just get right into this. This song is called Shut Up and Skate. Yeah. 
Shut Up and Skate from Grave Huffer out of Missouri. Man, we just uh, put up a review on our website a couple yes. days ago that Jason wrote, and you called this heavy concrete. Yep. It's not heavy metal. It's not heavy metal. It's heavy concrete. Yeah. With fucked up pieces of rebar coming out of it, they're going to like puncture your eye sockets out. <laughs> if you're right? Glenn, this music is Negan's Bat Lucille. <clears throat> That's Lucille, right, though. Yeah. yeah, that's what this, that, that's exactly <laughs> it. I mean, you know, Grave Huffer, they're from Joplin, Missouri. Uh, I fucking love this whole record, but this song, Shut Up and Skate, is just, it, it kind of encompasses everything that you hear from this band. They, they've got the, the twin guitar lines, but they're also like brutal and, you know, kind of gnarly and kind of dirty. Uh, so, <clears throat> I mean, uh, shut up and fucking skate. <laughs> right. Yeah, it's like, this sounds really cool. It's like, it's got that doomy, sludgy crowbar kind of thing going, but it's like if you mixed it with like, you know, 80s. Like Napalm Death or yeah, something. Yeah, like 80s, like, well, yeah, Napalm Death or like 80s thrash punk, you know, yeah. like suicidal tendencies, like amped up like times a million, you know, yeah, like more doomy, like obviously, like I just said with crowbar, but this... The the attitudes there the the riffs are there this yeah. whole album your fault is great yeah yeah exactly the album's awesome uh, death caprice dead peace those songs destroyer fucking kill. of worlds yes uh, yeah it's called your fault uh, look it up for sure yeah it's actually not out yet but it okay should, they, well be on the fucking lookout yeah I said it should be coming soon they're releasing it on vinyl CD digitally all that stuff. Get on Facebook and follow them. Grave Huffer is all one word. That's Grave, H-U-F-F-E-R. You know, all the, the normal stuff. Twitter, Instagram. Definitely. Um, Reverb Nation, Bandcamp. Just look that name up. Follow them. Of course. Well, speaking of new music, Glenn Hughes has a brand new album out, a solo album. And lately, over the past many years, we've been fortunate that we've got New Glenn Hughes music almost every year at this point. Yeah. From different bands he's been a part of. Somewhere, yeah. But this is his first solo album in a while. <clears throat> I don't know what to say other than holy shit. This is like yeah. right off the bat. With After two listens, I'm like, this is my favorite album of the year yeah. besides Anthrax. <laughs> and it's, I don't even know. One of those things, you know, we have the hashtag all killer, no filler. Mm-hmm. You know, we try not to throw it around too loosely, but this definitely belongs here. And the thing is, there are several amazing... Every song on this is great. Well, yeah. And the thing is, it's like... It's Glenn like, Hughes. Yeah, I don't want to say, well, what's my favorite song on the album? Because if I say it, it's like I'm doing 11 other songs injustice <laughs> by not saying them. Because yeah. every song is good enough to be the best song on this album. Yeah. And... You know, from the beginning, Heavy, which we've talked about before because it was the first single, you know, the, the chorus of that is heavy and it's powerful and it's got this cool funk kind of groove thing going on in the verses and stuff. And then then there's the other songs like God of Money and... Um, let It Shine. Yeah, Let It Shine. I and, love that song. And Flow that are all... that Like Flow and God of Money especially are like really reminiscent of the Tony Iommi Glenn Hughes stuff. Yeah. You know, heavy riffage with that amazing voice. Mm -hmm. And then just, you know, all this stuff, let it shine steady, you know, just like 
en encompass what this guy's voice is made of. And in that final song, um, what's the final song called? Long Time Gone. Yeah, Long Time Gone. It's just like your perfect Glenn Hughes ballad. Yeah. Like there's always one of those on like California <clears throat> Breed had it, Black Country Communion had it. And it's just, he does that so well, you know, it's like it touches your freaking soul. That's how good this stuff is. Sorry to keep rambling without you getting anything in, but this thing, I can't, you know, this just came out Friday and I've listened to it completely like five or six times. Yeah, me too. Me too. So, well, there you go. Here's, you know, here's my thing is this, this guy, this is a cliched phrase, but it's the truth with Glenn Hughes. He could sing the phone book. Yeah. You know, and I'd buy it. I mean, and, you know, he, he just, this album is so good at blending like, heavy riffage that, you know, would, would make Tony Iommi proud with like soul, you know, um, it, it, it's, I, I, it's, it's crazy. It's like, it, it, I, that's how I see I'm speechless. <laughs> right. His voice, he, he, he goes into all these crazy places with his voice and to still be doing it when he's, you know, 67 and it just cuts like a knife and it's clear as a bell. And, um, <clears throat> and it's it's not really even that he can go up high with a, with his voice, which he can, um, but it, there's just that like he's got that certain like I I would try to mimic it, but I would sound like a fool. But there's just a certain tone he hits uh, with that stuff that's just so steeped in soul and you know funk and uh, I mean it, it, it's it's like it, it's comforting. You know, it, it it harkens back to stuff, but it's also kind of groundbreaking at the same time. And I think that, uh, I mean, I already know that not enough people are going to hear this thing. Right. And to me, that's sad, you know. Um, it, it's They're just going to keep listening to their, you know, their same first three or four Sabbath records and you know, the first Poison album or something. I don't know what the fuck ever. And I mean, they're not going to give this album the shot that it, that it needs because it's really, it's just crystal clear, uh, slick, catchy, uh, you know, riftastic stuff. And I mean, it's, it's going to be in my top 10 for sure. Maybe my top five, just like you. Yeah. And it, well, what you just said about this album you know, not enough people hearing it mm -hmm. is basically the story of Glenn Hughes's career. I mean, it really is. That's... You know, he is not probably, he's actually probably the most underrated vocalist. I think so. And probably it, even yeah, bassist it, of all time when it comes to rock music, because yeah. everybody knows who he is that has studied in music and classic yeah. rock because of Deep Purple. Yeah. But, too many people don't know him from after that, you know? Yeah, exactly. And see, the thing you just said, classic rock. I don't, I don't want to hear, I don't want to hear that in any of this. I don't want to hear, you know, and I know because, you know, he comes from that era, but this is not a classic rock thing, you know? This is just, this transcends that in so many ways. Yeah. And I mean, he, if, if you haven't heard his stuff with Tony Iommi that we alluded to earlier, yeah. like he, well, he did, he sang a Black Sabbath album. Yes. Like after Dio, you know, Tony Martin did an album, Glenn Hughes did an album. Uh, 
what's his name? Ray Gillenden album. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's another one a lot of people don't know, and it's great as well. Yeah. And then two other times after that, he did albums with Naomi. He did a full album, and then he did an EP. Yeah. And both of those are just unbelievable. Uh, they're masterpieces. It's like they fused. Yeah, they, yeah these mean, guys were just like meant for each other. You know, <laughs> no disrespect to Ozzy, he's the face of Black Sabbath. That, you know, we get it. But when you put the voice of Glenn Hughes with the greatest heavy metal riff yeah. lord of all time, it's just like perfection. Yeah. You know, and then with this album, like I said, there's a few songs that kind of fit the same vein as those. So mm-hmm. if you're a fan of those, definitely check this out. But if you're a fan of Black Country Communion, or California breed, there's going to be stuff here you dig as well. Yeah. So basically anything this guy has ever done, you know, he kind of encapsulates it all in his solo music, which I guess is a good thing because he's been a part of so much great stuff. Yeah. Well, there's that one, that one fucking solo record he did like in the early nineties, that song that, um, it starts out, I can't remember what the title of that record is. I apologize. Where it shows him sitting on the cover like in the desert. Or yes. Something. Yeah. <laughs> I know that first song picking up the pieces. Yeah. I mean, my God, it's like how how did how did I not know about that one back then? Oh yeah, I was just some stupid punk chubby kid trying to learn Metallica songs. That's what that's what it was. <laughs> I mean, it's it's just so. I mean, it, it's just insane how how good this guy is. And you know, I'm fortunate enough in the past ten years or so to be introduced to everything this guy does. And you know, his book is amazing. His yeah. book is probably one of the best rock books I've read. I mean, and I just, I love his positivity, and I love his story, and I mean, I just, you can't say enough good things about Glenn Hughes, you know, on and off the stage. His positivity comes through, like, you know, he posts on Facebook and Twitter all the time, and it's him, it's not someone doing it for him, and he, like, is an extremely positive person, and he'll reply to people on Facebook and Twitter and everything, and he's just, you know, it's a great thing to see from someone that's that iconic you know, that's from right. like burn with deep purple, still doing it to this day. And at that level. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, you know, it, it, it's a, it, it's a good positive feeling. You know, I could listen to hell awaits by Slayer and I feel good. And then I see like a Glenn Hughes tweet where he's saying love is the answer. <laughs> and I feel equally as good. Right. I mean, it's just, it's great stuff. Yeah. Well, this album's called Resonate. Yes. So please, you know, please get it. If you're not sold by us talking about how it's the greatest thing since sliced bread, then get on Spotify and listen to it, and then you'll realize it is, and then go buy it. Yeah. I mean, and, if you if you like if you like California Breed and Black Country Communion, if you like anything Tony Iommi's ever done, I mean, if you like Deep Purple, if you like Led Zeppelin. And we know a lot of you motherfuckers do. There's no reason to not look this album up and give it a spin. There's no reason. Yeah, because Robert Plant is one of the greatest of all time. But guess what? He's not as good as Glenn Hughes. Yep, and he's not as good as Glenn Hughes now. Yeah, (laughs) that's true. I'll say it. Fuck it. Oh, well, that's definitely true. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, because like you said, the voice of rock. And I mean, he's the voice of an effing angel. That's for damn sure. (laughs) Nice. Yeah, and he's number one on my bucket list of artists I've never seen. Yeah, that has to happen. You know, I don't care what form it is, if it's a band, and I would love to see him solo to see a mix of the stuff, but 
The other great news Ooh. is Black Country Communion's putting out an album next May. They yeah. probably won't extensively tour, but yeah. I'm sure they'll do some. So. But he, you know, he said on Trunk the other day that he's really going to try to focus on doing a proper tour of America. Oh wow! So Dallas, something, Kansas City. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I might go a little farther. Yeah. St. Louis or something. Yeah, definitely. You know. Yeah, that's you know because he hasn't, like you said, hasn't done a proper tour mm-hmm. of America since I can remember. Yeah. So I, I really hope that's coming. Yeah. Like we said, resonate. Check it out. Well, speaking of new music again, mm-hmm. Swamp Rebel Machine. Yes. Is another new album that came out the same day as Resonate by Glenn Hughes. And who's that by? It's by a band called Scattered Fucking Hamlet. That's right, man. That's right. And Swamp Rebel Machine, there's a review of this as well. Yes. Underground.com under click on reviews. Jason wrote a review for this as well. Thank you. Thank you. And it's, I mean, what do you say? You know, if you don't know Scattered Hamlet, your world is about to be blown wide open. That's right. That's right. I mean, uh, <clears throat> we love these guys, you know, to the nth degree. Uh, and, I mean, they are they are southern rock. They are southern metal. You know, a lot like I've said, some bands try to be or, you know, will grow a beard and turn a fucking Sabbath riff around and bend it a little more and try to be... A little swampy. No, this is this is the real deal, and I mean they're they're doing it, you know, tried and true. Yeah, it's like Lemmy Front and Molly Hatchet. <laughs> yes. No. Well, <laughs> basically, you know, Scattered Hamlet always to me, you know, it's like a little bit of clutch, you know, mm-hmm. a little bit of like Motorhead, a little bit of Jackal, and yeah. a little bit of Southern Rock, you know, just yeah. all combined into this. This perfect thing that doesn't really sound technically like any of those things, but a yeah. little bit like all of them. I know, and and and, and they're also you know they, they take some chances in their music. You know, you'll hear a, you'll hear a, a a different kind of solo, or you you'll hear kind of a punk rock chorus. You know, and I mean that that's just uh, that's just one more thing about these guys that you love. You know, yeah, and this album is definitely a contender. You know, for top lists all yes. over the place, and they. You know, they've really put it together here. You know, the the last album was great, Skeleton Dixie, yeah. but this one's taking it to another level and I think solidifying them. And it's kind of shown, you know, because these guys are relentless tour, are a relentless touring act. And this album kind of shows how they've came together as a band because Adam Newell wasn't a part of the last album. Yeah. And so, you know, we've we've got him here now and it's... Get. Shown that this band's kind of gelled and made this sound that they already had, but just took it to that next level. Yeah, it's it's cohesive and it's a it's a statement, and it's just uh, you know, it's just so much so much more together. It's just what you want. Yeah. Well, we saw them Friday this past Friday night. Yeah, at Downtown Lounge, and they at the Shrine. <laughs> yeah, I'm so used to seeing him at downtown. I know. Sorry. Hey, it's it's all good. Hey, <laughs> we, Jake was there. That's right. You know, <laughs> so we just had the same film. Right? Well, we were actually at the shrine, as you said. Yes. <laughs> and they actually played every song on this album. Yeah, they did, except my favorite song on the album, which is Buckshot. Buckshot. Sorry, man. <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't tell any of them that after the fact. So I'll just yeah. say it now. You know, you should feel bad, guys. <laughs> no. <laughs> Uh, you owe no. Trent a, 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 a version of Buckshot. One day. One day. <laughs> <laughs> no, but they played the entire album minus that song, and then they threw in Shelter, which, 
you know, was probably the the most known song from the last album. There's yeah. a video for it. Go check that out. It's a great, great song. track. It'll be yeah. in your head for three days yeah. after you hear it. Well, I mean, what are your favorite songs on here? I mean, I know we talked about oh, in the album or in the interview, we talked about Green Bastard. Yeah, I love Green Bastard, White Trash. Um, I think the Battle Hymn and Whippoorwill is just a good one-two punch to open the the record with. Yeah, you know, it's just. Uh, I mean, it, it, it's just it's just my kind of music, man. You Outlaw know? Breed's great. Outlaw Breed, you know, it's got the heaviness and it's got the southern stuff we like. You know, being where we're from. Yeah. You know, it just it, it's just it, it, it's right up my alley. Yeah. And the title track, you know. Sounds like it is Swamp. You know, yeah. <laughs> which is great. And then, of course, the lesson we get into that here in the interview as well. Yeah, that, that's is, great. You know, that, that just goes over so much stuff that we've all kind of been saying. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, the same night we saw them, um, Machine in the Mountain open for them. Oh, yeah. And, you know, I mean, if this is your first time listening, we appreciate it. I want you to go check out Machine in the Mountain, episode 85 of this podcast. We had them on here. Yes. Full episode with all four members. They're a great instrumental prog metal band is the best way to put it. Yeah. And they put on a great live show. Well, yeah, they always do. You know, even though they're instrumental, they've got, you know, Joseph, the one of the guitarists, you know, he's always interacting with Crab Between the Songs yeah. and they've got samples running and just the whole theme about them. They've got like three EPs out now. Yeah. Just look them up. I promise. I promise you'll dig it if you love heavy music. Oh, for sure. And, you know, like we mentioned before, you'll, you'll forget that there's not a singer. You're, you're not going to, it's not a detriment at all. You're, you're not going to think, oh, man, they, they just make it so, they make it so interesting and so fun, you know, on record and in the live setting where you just don't even think about it. You just get caught up in, you know, the, the journey they take you on and, you know, all the fun you're kind of having. So, yeah. And I mean that's that's pretty important. And it's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. They're definitely not a, a band not to be missed. They've actually got one show left in Tulsa this year. They're playing the nineteenth of November at Downtown Lounge. Okay. And they said after that they're taking a break actually until like probably late spring. Wow. So it's your final chance if you're in the area. Yeah. Yeah. Build some build some mystique. Yeah. 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 Well. Should we get into this interview with Scattered Hamlet? Yeah, yeah, just uh, roll the damn thing. favorite part of the CMAs. <laughs> yeah, man. I watched Dolly Parton tweet about it, but that was as far as I thought. Okay. That was uh, too smart. Carrie yeah. Underwood's legs. Okay. I didn't even see any. Yeah. I didn't even know what happened. Yeah, it was, on, it was on Sunday, wasn't it? Oh, I, I think it was like the... We're going to talk about the other day. Something. Yeah, the Cubs were winning the World That's Series. That's what it was. Yeah. Was that nice? Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, CMAs were so I not, relevant. I did not care. Yeah. Yeah. Wolf was rocking the other day at the Taco Bell we were at, and I was singing hard. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why you asked that, Trent. We were driving our way here. Watching, watching the, the Cubs series. game. I was yeah. driving. I was just, they kept doing this. 
Yeah. yeah. They're tired for the whole too. game. Now yeah. that we have unlimited data, we can stream things in the band, so <laughs> yeah, the life's changed. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so you don't have to be at a hotel for Raw on Monday nights? Like yeah. We don't have to. We prefer to, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> but we don't have to. If you yeah. if you look in our tour document, like that our, 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 our fucking team has or whatever, like every Monday it says Raw. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so you have to have a good reason to book us on Monday. The belt's in the van. Yeah. Never mind me. But, well, uh, but Victor gave us these Ascension packs, so now we're all fucking... Yeah, we all actually out. have these shirts. We're not wearing them all today, so we obviously. Give it up but yeah, Victor the, sent us a For the Ascension. Yeah. So yeah. Cool. we <laughs> trade him a sweet SH Ascension pack. is the world's greatest tag team. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 They need to be push. Rise. <laughs> well, yeah, I saw that picture you guys with them at some bar. Yeah, 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 that was at he the last tour in, in, Nashville. in Nashville. We just had a day off. We went to a bar that was near where they Smackdown just was. Smackdown and just randomly. And they just rolled in. Yeah, Seth, Seth in. Rollins rolled in, and we, I lost my shit, in. and I was wearing a Seth Rollins shirt. Yeah, and then and then <laughs> he was he was not in a very good mood, so he just he went into his thing. But then Victor and. and uh, he Slater came in, and we ended up drinking with those guys at like two o'clock in the morning. Victor's a big Danzig fan of shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Victor's yeah, like always following us on social media and stuff. Yeah, he's, he's really into it. We were like, we, okay, let's not get too crazy. You know, when we were talking, we looked over. He Slater's crossed the bar trying to get the last drink. Like, no, we're good. Yeah, like, <laughs> Fuck it. Do whatever we want. <laughs> yeah, we got hammered with those dudes. That was fun. <laughs> <laughs> This is so much fun. Well, today's the actual. We're recording this on release day. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, yeah. I know you guys have been playing. I've seen you guys several times the last couple of years and heard mm-hmm. several of these songs live. So, yeah. what's it feel like to finally? Yeah, no idea. Get this coming. out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was like a precursor. You know, right. it's yeah, <laughs> it feels great. Well, it's just because, like, even today, someone wrote to us <laughs> to, that's heard like some of the songs already because we've been playing them live for a while. I was like, I can't wait till you play Battle Him, and it's like. That guy's heard that song, but yeah. now it's like people yeah, want to hear the songs because they know them and they're hearing them on the record, yeah. and that like changes everything for us. It's, it gets us a lot more excited, <laughs> pretty much. You know? Yeah. Well, does it feel? Does this feel new to you, even though you've been with these songs for quite a while now? Yeah, we haven't been playing all of them, um, at least not like, extensively. Yeah. yeah, there's. I mean, there's a few that we've been playing almost every show for the last like year. Um, but there's but, a few that we definitely hold, held back on. Yeah. And now that the, it's out, we're just not going to hold yeah, back. I'm excited to play for Yeah, pretty much tonight, we're, it's pretty yeah, much all yeah. going to be it's all going to be new stuff, bar maybe yeah, one or two songs. <laughs> just because it's it's, it's the new album, you know? So, yeah, it's, yeah we just want to play it and get people excited about it. Yeah, it's The whole way we released it was a little different this time because, like, we, you know, we, uh, we made a record label called Buck Moon Productions, which is different than... Um, like self-releasing you know like actually making a record label means you have like pr you have like a team around you and it's been uh it, it's been very weird <laughs> you know it's, it's kind of like a lot the, of work yeah it's been <laughs> a lot cool. more than we're you know usually you know we're we got the on stage part down you know like you know now being like kind of business people for lack of better words was was not awesome but you know it was necessary to release the album we wanted to release if we would have signed on with some of the folks that were talking to us, they want us to change it and make us like a radio rock band. And we didn't want to do that because there's enough of that, you know, and so we it's were never like, gonna happen. Yeah, so we were like, <laughs> yeah. we don't it's never gonna they want to sit down with we, we, we could have yeah. sold our souls oh, uh, God, uh, yeah. last year, probably. Yeah. <laughs> and released a totally different record. 
and but that's not what we wanted to do. Yeah, that was, so that was <laughs> so, kind of the whole. So, that, that, so, so the album that everybody's hearing, that people are liking, that's getting good reviews, was the album that the industry did not want us to. Yeah, release. a lot of folks said it wasn't good enough. <laughs> so it's really so, back ass words, like so. so you but you know, it is what it is. Now, now, now we're business people. Can you tell? <laughs> that, yeah. Yeah. The yeah, you look totally different yeah. from last time. Yeah, yeah. It, we're, it's, it's a call. It's completely man. different. Everything's it's all changed. <laughs> well, uh, did you guys have like a whole bunch of songs and had to narrow it down, or like was there stuff that didn't make it? Or was this pretty? It was a cool song. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Some we bailed on early on because we kind of had the core of what we wanted to put on there. But then there, there was one that we we messed with forever that we just. It didn't click. It, we just didn't think it fit on the album, and the, the producers weren't stoked about it either, so we were like, all right, cool. But yeah, there was only please. one or two ideas that kind of... Because some of these songs we wrote, oh, it's been a long period of time, so some of them got written a while ago, some of them more recent to when the album got recorded. So it's it's been... Yeah, it's been it's been a, a longer period. We have a lot. We've had some good time to, to craft the songs how we wanted to and stuff. We've just been cool, but yeah, just Stonewall Jackson's old. Stonewall, like, like, yeah, Stonewall around. Jackson was the first song the, we wrote yeah. for this album. That came about a long time ago. <laughs> you know, that, that was I don't even remember. Yeah. Which is actually, and now that's one of the songs oh, on, of the reviews that like people are like really stoked yeah. about. We're in a, we're in a secret um, location that we can't disclose. <laughs> and um, yeah. The, the only place I had this idea, and I was like, "Jake, we gotta get this idea ready." Nobody wanted to get up or anything. I was like, "No, you gotta come down here." And there was a electronic drum kit and like this little <laughs> shitty amp, and I was like, "We're going down there. We gotta we gotta work this song out." And the room that we had to go down in was a room with a, a giant hydroponic like growing weed plants, <laughs> no, like you couldn't believe. Weed. Like it was fucking amazing. Like and there it, happened to be some sweet, and there just happened to be sound. an electronic kit yeah. in the basement. And um, so, yeah, him and, and I sat and, down. And, and so we sat down, and, and I mean, and, and of all the songs, it's funny because that one is very much unchanged from. There's very little different than what we just hammered yeah. out that day. It was really crazy. Like some of them go through all these changes, you know. Like they're like they're that, that one was like. Oh, yep, done. We, we just put that in the, you know, we went upstairs. Yeah, we recorded like, the demo on our phones because I think I put the electronic yeah. kit through an amp. Yeah, you, had, you had a sweet little <laughs> yeah. mini amp and we recorded the demo on our phone. Yeah, the like, tones yeah. were sick, man. Yeah, yeah man. Nice. You guys want to hear that demo for sure. Yeah. <laughs> they they, they go on the B-sides. Right? <laughs> yeah, the rare. Oh, yeah. Jesus, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, yeah, that was... Uh, that was rough, but I just, I'll never forget that, like, some of them you don't really, rem- I don't, you know, you don't really remember where they were written exactly, that but that one, one like, just because well. of that whole surroundings, <laughs> because of the whole surroundings, I mean, when do you craft songs at a giant, like, marijuana growing room like that, like, that was just pretty sweet, <laughs> <laughs> it, was, like, it was pretty incredible, I was like, this is sweet, like, so, yeah, so that's, that's the Stonewall Jackson song. So yeah, we've been writing songs for a while. It's basically what the question was, I think. We've been writing songs for a while. We we scrapped a couple ideas and a couple songs, but yeah, and then we came out with these eleven, pretty much. So I got a new knife with a shark on it. That happened. I'm trying to think of new things that happened since we saw you last. <laughs> Hopefully, that dog found its owner. Yeah, that it did Never actually. Know. Yeah, yeah that's, that's right. Oh, yeah. yeah, that happened. I haven't worked any more animal control shifts. <laughs> the, the other big news for us is uh, we are. We've hated for a long time having the the label like, oh, so you guys are like, in a, you're you're from L.A. And we're like, no, goddammit, I'm not from L.A. You know, like we just <laughs> yeah. happened to all be there at one point in time, and, and we were touring out of there, and uh, but no more. We're now we're touring off out of the the East Coast now. So really? like this is all like literally everything is with us. Like our entire we're moving our base of operations. Yeah, our ba- to Pennsylvania. we're moving it to a, a, okay. the Appalachian bunker. <laughs> yeah, and I want to make sure that like I can shoot out the back door, and we have like we have a big refrigerator for beer there now. Yes, and um, <laughs> yeah, so we're we're pretty excited. We soaked all the juju out of that the warehouse in LA with this album, so it's all gone. 
Yeah. Yeah. There's nothing no good. So we're yeah. moving to a new location for the for the foreseeable future. Yep. So yeah. so so, so you, for you guys, like, and you know, like, basically anyone, you know, all the markets are way closer now. You know, for mm-hmm. us to tour, we don't have to drive like 20 hours to get to the first like we show. Just I'm fucking, fucking did. sick of that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. My yeah, we Lord, drove man. from LA to here to, here. to play the show. That's yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Not yeah. Awesome. You know, typically so our no tour more start, you know, in the Midwest, it was like uh, doing this has been like a huge kind of morale boost, you know. So that's gonna be. So that was big. Was that always been? I guess your best shows throughout the midwest yeah midwest Besides, south, midwest and south yeah you know the, uh, strangely enough it's starting to pick up on um like in the, the like your coast. new york new jersey yeah. stuff is starting to pick up like virginia beach like maryland it, yeah maryland like places we you know we really weren't anticipating like kind of ended up being yeah. uh, all areas that weren't near anywhere in california yes. where yeah. we were <laughs> touring out of so now we're moving closer yeah. to all these places so it's just gonna be a lot nicer <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. It took off faster there than like uh, Southern Cal. You know, like in you know, b- being based in Los Angeles. You know, we there. I mean, we you know, we we obviously played cool places there, and but uh, you know, we're not exactly. Uh, it's not our scene. Yeah, you know, like it's they they have a really cool underground like metal scene, but it's very like uh, it's kind of clicky. They have a way they want it to sound. We don't sound like that, yeah. and uh, and we don't also sound look like glam rockers. You know, because we're not really. I don't want to wear. I mean, if somebody does, it's fine. It's just not for me. You yeah. know, I look ridiculous. In it. <laughs> I don't know, dude. My boots are pretty sweet. Your boots are yeah. sweet. <laughs> if you wear them on the outside, though, that'd be better. I'm never going to yeah. do it. Maybe later. Well, have you been able to get booked in Pittsburgh yet? Because I remember that's what you said a while back. That... <laughs> well, yeah, it was funny. Here's a, I, it, it, Yes, we were supposed to play there, and there are several venues that want us, but one of their good venues just closed, and it backlogged everything, and we couldn't get a show on any of the dates we wanted. So we had promoters that wanted it. We had promoters that wanted it in Morgantown, West Virginia, which is actually just as close. And we wanted to do one of those because that's, you know, closer to, you know, my hometown and stuff. And, uh, but yeah, so it didn't work out this time. So we will be playing there. Like, it's – the CDs are selling really well there. And, uh, but, yeah, so we've been dying to, to do a show in that area, you know, on a good night. And, <laughs> and uh, yeah, but for some reason – Not this tour. <laughs> Not this tour. For some reason, they'll let, like... Uh, all right, I'm not going to say that. Yeah, <laughs> just not this tour. Yeah, Next I, tour. Yeah. <laughs> like, for example, we'll if yeah, Johnny and the Whack-Offs wants to play <laughs> on, like, a Saturday night... That there, could be a real band them, we don't know. They'll, and, and Johnny and the Whack-Offs draws, like, three people. For some reason, they'll book that band for a really sweet venue for, like, three months in advance. Wow. And then when you come in, and be like, hey, we got a show where you guys could, like, make money and stuff. And they're like, oh, we got Johnny and the Whack-Offs that night. <laughs> I'll be like, well, hey, why don't we do this? Why don't you just put Johnny and the Whack-Offs on? We'll headline, you know, let them play. or, You know, and then it'll, it'll be a win-win for this. Well, Johnny and the Whack-Offs plays a two-hour set. It'll be like, well, the three people that come to see Johnny and the Whack-Offs might not want to see three hours. Maybe they could can, two hours, they could condense their set and play their ten best songs. And then maybe Johnny and the Whack-Offs will have like ten people come to the next show. And it'll be fucking magic. <laughs> that's but not this tour. Yeah. So that's how. <laughs> so that's how. That, that, that was our situation in Pittsburgh. <laughs> but just not this tour. So, so not this cool. tour. We actually we have we have friends that we have a lot of friends in good bands like in Pittsburgh and a lot of them are on tour and a lot of them are like punk bands so like we don't really fit into their scene. But uh, but yeah. So there's some cool ones in Morgan. Morgantown just doesn't West Virginia doesn't have a whole lot of venues. So they actually had like some really good shows going on the, the weekend we wanted. So we just didn't get to work in there. But we're, we'll be at one of those places or something. So, but then hopefully, join the Whack Offs will open up for us and we'll 
so you can get those three fans. Well, yeah, yeah. and, they'll, and they'll, they'll they'll come, and they'll, our audience is going to be fucking spellbound by what they do. And, <laughs> They're great bands. Uh, yeah, great next sound. next time they'll be like, "Fuck, man, we're going to go watch Johnny and the Wack Offs." Wait till you they, see they, I start my something. new band called Johnny and the Wack Offs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll see what's up. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we should open for ourselves as Johnny and the Wack Offs. That'd be sweet. <laughs> do Hulk Hogan. That'd be sweet. I want to play drums. Wouldn't that be an amazing set? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> We'd have to be like noise core. We just got caught core, and then it's yeah. something neat. We're like, yeah, no, this is core, man. You never heard that. Like, so that's what's happening. Yeah. <laughs> so welcome for that, that yeah. breakdown. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, I want to talk a couple things about Green Bastard. That song fucking rips. <laughs> I like the beginning of your solo. It's kind of Eastern. Yeah, and then it just goes in the balls out. I mean, yeah. how, how did that kind of? Did you have to work on that, or did it just? Well, well, it's funny when uh, I got sent the demo. That solo was actually longer, too, believe it or not. <laughs> and uh, but um, Joe wrote the rhythm guitar parts, and uh, it, there's so much guitar work on the album. I mm-hmm. wanted something different, especially for this one, since uh, in my mind it was you know it's an old to professional wrestling. So I was like. I kind of wanted what I envisioned was to have kind of different guitars, kind of be like different wrestlers, yeah. and kind of embody that, you know. And it, it, it was different too because instead of trying to make like one like melodic storytelling solo, I could change it up because it was yeah. you know it changes keys and whatnot. So um, it, it it made me uh, kind of write different on that. The Middle Easter part. Um, uh, we wanted to get Iron Sheik on the album, <laughs> but Iron Sheik was, uh, I we think it was on the ballot. We literally yeah. tried. People, I, we I emailed him, him, I think, like three times. I contacted him on Instagram, on yeah. Twitter, yeah, on he Facebook. We wanted him to He'll to, repost to, to our, jabroni, our anti-jabroni tattoo and stuff yeah. and take credit for it, but he will not respond. Like, yeah. Yeah. We wanted him to like to have a soundbite in the album. but Yeah, we're yeah. like, can you say, like, Scattered Hamlet, I'll break your neck. He wouldn't get back to us. Yeah, he never did. But we still gave him, yeah, CB did the Yeah, well, that's, yeah, I did that solo. Fuck it, I'm Providence. I used to play in a couple, like, like weird kind of like world bands and yeah. stuff where we do different weird types gotcha. of music so it was cool to kind of incorporate that yeah. a little bit that's on that. awesome yeah, yeah so it, was, it was the Iron Sheik and then it was uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin yeah if you listen but when the solo comes in at the very start he says Iron Sheik and there, we actually got a, a ring bell it goes ding 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 yeah. it's all in the background if you listen closely and then he does and then he goes Stone Cold and that's the next half of the solo yeah, and you can hear a beer can open you gotta listen close but it's all it's all in there yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, that was very fun to do. Yeah. Like I've never wrote a solo like that before. It was very fun. That's my favorite. That's one of my favorite ones on the album. Yeah. When that comes in, it's. And the other funny thing about recording that one is like, we were all in the studio, and uh, and and the studio we were working at that time like has this real. It's like in the Hollywood Hills. It's got a pip ass pool and stuff. Like it's like a lot of hip hop people go to this one. So. Crash was out in the pool the whole time. Like, he's just out there in the pool, and we're just like, hey, Crash, can you just come in and lay, like, some scratch vocals down on that? You know, what? (laughs) We need you to just come and get in the vocal booth. And, like, we weren't really sure what was going to happen. You know, and I was like, all right, we'll work with him on this. You know, we'll go through. He fucking goes in there, and, like, he did that in, like, one take. And we're just like, I'm sitting there with the, like, producers, and we're just, we're like, 
I'm like, you got that? And they're like, yeah. And they're Meanwhile, like, that was me and Rich awesome. are still out in the pool. We just yeah. sat in the pool and drank the entire time. Well, I mean, our, yeah. the rhythm tracks were done. Yeah, I'm pretty so. sure Crash went in just in his swim trunks. Yeah, drunk, <laughs> drunk off drunk. the bat. Yeah. Yeah. That's all we did. Yeah, he just <laughs> turns around and like walks back out, and he's he like, that it? Yeah, and he just goes back to the pool. I'm like, you yeah. gotta be shitting me. Like, you know, like, meanwhile, like, we're in there. CB and I had been in there, like, because you guys got a lot of the stuff oh, done before. Yeah. Oh, we were like, done the, week the hard part, like, we're, we just been in the freaking studio, like, uh, you know, like, we're like, it's all dark and stuff. Up. And I was like, you gotta be kidding me. Like, you know, <laughs> it took us longer to record done. the NASCAR Jesus slide <laughs> yeah. with the freaking candle that was lit. <laughs> <laughs> then it did for did yeah and I was like and he, and he sounds great I was like yes that's exactly you know like I was like sweet all right well so yeah that was really funny all that <laughs> is is he gonna do any more shows with you guys you think if if it corresponds to where he is at yeah. the time mm-hmm. you know we kind of scaled down the operation a little bit you know for the for this album and mm-hmm. stuff and like there's only four of us out right now that's why it took us a little longer to get out here we didn't bring a tour manager we mm-hmm. didn't bring an extra person so it's we're kind of so we're gonna see how that works and you know now now that we're like paul stanley we're, we're business is that what you meant yeah. i didn't know where you were going i'm like businessman okay well, even well, on, the, on the last tour we, we met up with crash in minnesota he came out yeah, he came out he sang on a few songs with us because yeah, he lives out up in minnesota now so cool, cool yeah he showed up called us all fat and got on stage and sang green bastard and a couple other songs and it's a good time and, and i haven't seen him since we were, like, showing him, like, he's getting press and stuff. I'm like, Crash, look, dude, you know, people are talking, you know, about it. You know, nothing. So, I don't know. We'll, we'll find him. That's how Crash gets. Let's we'll talk the, about how the lesson came about. <laughs> oh, that was, that, that was fun. That, came, that yeah. was from a few different things. Like, I, I wanted to write a song for the longest time that just had, like, two halves. And then him and I sat down and wrote a song before yeah. that had the, the similar ending. Yeah. And then... Basically yeah. got rid of the first got half. Got rid of the there. first half and tried and kept the ending and then yeah. sat down and wrote an entirely new song around it and Yeah. That that first beginning I remember the writing session was funny because it came in um I, I this was I, I think I only flew in um like two weeks before a tour or something and uh uh had a couple ideas and was like, Okay, let's have a writing day, but uh we go in there you were hungover as hell. I remember that. Sounds we like come it. in, <laughs> and uh, we were trying to. Co- we wanted to use that last half or something, but we didn't know what to put in front of it. So we were going through all these different riffs and whatnot. And then it was Rich that came in, and he kind of put that little, the little groove, little stoner thing that you do into it. And uh, it was. I that's. I, I think like that's the first song. I think the only song that we like collectively mm-hmm. sat down and constructed out, and rolled yeah. out like that. Yeah, and then we sent it to Joe and Joe. You, you guys, yeah, but you guys his... said you waited because it was like eight minutes, and they were like they didn't want to send it to me because they didn't, cause they yeah. really liked it and figured that I was gonna be like, no, we can't do an eight. We, minutes we song. wanted to make sure that it was, <laughs> it, that was it was right. Was so we we adjusted really a few things. Before, before, before we before we taken out. Out. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> we, we we made some a few adjustments before we, and then yeah, we sent it to Joe, and then it got his brain going as far as the the theme and the lyrics and stuff. Yeah, yeah, and that was just. Was that something you had already? The type of song you'd already thought of writing, or did this like inspire you by hearing the music? Or well, I had two ideas, like from old demos that I had, and um, one was just like too dark, not the drowning bro country artist in the Tennessee River, which is what it turned into. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't dark, but the other one was a little. 
The other one was like a true story. So like it was just I was just sitting down in my basement being like weird because it happens a lot. And, you know, then I don't go outside or anything. And I was just like I was like, what if I was playing cards and I got stoned? I was just one because I go out in the woods by myself far sometimes. Like what if I just walked on a fucking cabin and it had a ghost of every outlaw there? What would they tell me? And I was like, I know what they would tell me. <laughs> then I was probably watching CMT or something. I got pissed off because I still still didn't get paid for that Florida Georgia Line thing. So I was probably pissed about that. And I was like, you know what we need to do? And I watched that Muscle Shoals documentary. I was like, we need to take all those guys to Tennessee River and drown them. <laughs> I was like, if they got dunked, maybe then we could bring the outlaws back. <laughs> and that's that's the, the longest. That's the lesson, basically. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty a much good lesson. Yeah, much. so I was like, well, that's the lesson. So yeah, yeah. so like, so yeah, so if I'm like, yeah, if we weren't yeah. dazzled jeans and shit, and take it. Tennessee River. Yeah. 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 I'm extremely proud of that song. Yeah, okay. yeah, we were very excited so about that. And yeah, we, we weren't sure how everyone's going to respond to it because it's a, it's a little, it's it's the longest song we've ever written and it's a little different. But we were so fucking stoked about it. <laughs> so we're just we like, it. we'll we, see we we'll see how everyone it. else likes it. Yeah, and, and, and we played it loaded. Like yeah, we played it last we, week. We closed with it kind of. We went well. Yeah, it went over pretty well, but we didn't really know. Then you're playing in L.A., you know, like, so that's a whole nother, like, uh, you know, so they're kind of, like, you know, like, yeah, <laughs> drown some bro country people on the wall. If you know what it mm-hmm. is, you know, like, I mean, you have to kind of understand the, the message behind it, so it's kind of funny. <laughs> <laughs> well, completely different subject. I posted a picture a while back of at a fish concert, and you said to ask you about your fish story. Oh, Next yeah, time I check us out. <laughs> check us out. This is going to be good. You it's one time. <laughs> Kids don't try this at home. <laughs> it's one time I, we worked for. Uh, I, I it, my, we worked for this company, and and well, my cousins did. I worked for a different company, but they had they used to get like special box seats for like every show that came to like the amphitheater by us. And one of my cousins was like, we got the whole box seat for a fish show. I'm like, what do hippies do? You know, like, it's like, so we were talking about it and we're like, well, hippies drop acid. So we, the fish show, and we're like, so we dropped some acid, you know. And, and, uh, and, and hippies can be very, very scary if you get like yourself an acid trip in a place where you're not like, like feeling comfortable at yourself. Cause like when fish plays, they all start, they all got bare feet. Ain't nobody showers or wears nothing. They all like twirl. <laughs> like they're all like twirling and shit. <laughs> and like about time we peaked like all these like fish starts playing and everybody's just twirling it's like this giant like dance and it was just like like and then and my cousin looks at me and and, and like I'm you know I'm like starting to move like closer to him you know like cuz it was like you got to get close to the people that know like like <laughs> yeah. hey, we got to protect ourselves man yeah. and he starts looking at me and I started he's like looking around getting scared and and, he, and, I, and I was like dude these hippies are freaking me out and like he just kind of starts nodding like this and just runs <laughs> just bolts into the fucking like sea of all these hippies and who were nice as hell to us, by the way, too. Like, they were so nice. And, like, then he just leaves me there. And I'm terrified now because I don't know. And I, I'm just in a whole sea of hippies that are twirling and stuff. Like, and they're like, you know. And uh, and I ended up eating, like, a, a hot pepper with some hippies and a grilled cheese. And I just, and I sat there by myself, basically, like, terrified for, like, the whole entire concert. And then finally, like, I got back to the car somehow. And my cousin got back there. And we're like, eh, time to go home. And... The next thing I remembered, we were back in my yard, which was like an hour away. And he looked over at me, and I just looked at him and was like, dude, you drive good. <laughs> he was like, yeah. And that was it. That was my entire fish show. So I don't remember anything wow. about the show or whatever. But I just remember twirling hippies, eating a pepper that burnt the shit out of my mouth. It was like organic or something. Eating God. hippie grilled cheeses. And my cousin bailing for the whole show. And he, and he still didn't know. I was like, where the hell were you, man? Like, we tried to recount the night. 
and nobody seems to know where it is. <laughs> Not much. So yeah, that was that was my fish story. Hell yeah, hell yeah. Yeah, that's right, man. Thanks, Steve. Oh, is that Steve? Yeah. Oh, we haven't met. What's up? What's up, man? Jake. Doing all right? Nice to meet you, man. They're businessmen. I know what they're doing. I'm going to pull around here. All right, brother. Yeah, hey, take me out of that area. Yeah, what else we got? Misfits. Reunion. Yeah. I'm extremely bummed that they yeah. only did the two shows. Yeah. I thought for sure that as soon as they did the second one, that they were going to announce the full tour. Oh, my friend, just wait. They will. Uh, you know, they still will. Twenty-seven. Well, they got along. That was what I was excited. It was like no one's freaking out. No one's fighting them. Like yeah, so that means it's it's got to be, you know, like. Oh, it's gonna happen. That would be pretty. Sweet. I just think that Riot Fest paid them some ungodly amount of money for it, and they're like, well, all right, yeah, we'll no, do this, and they're like, all right, yeah, fuck you. Again. It's weird that they just have a second like random like other guitar player. That's just out there too. Yeah. Like this, I was looking yeah. him up. Like he plays in a lot of good band stuff, but it just was like I was like, well, I guess so. It's also uh, funny they call it like the original Misfits. It's not. Well, that guy is not. I don't. There's just well, some got the two the, names big. That the, are original. Yeah, but yeah. The, yeah. The drummer's not at all original whatsoever. <laughs> and then the, Slayer. even Doyle, <laughs> like Doyle, yeah. the guitar player, he yeah, he came along in yeah, later until towards the end of the yeah. of the like original era. And He's very associated with the Misfits. Yeah. So I just thought that name was kind of weird. But do you think uh, Dave Lombardo was a good choice rather than getting someone that used to play with the Misfits? I'm sure it probably sounded better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure he was able to pull out those Misfits songs. You know, yeah. they're pretty tough. I'm sure he was all right. The music's better with a big, like, heavy hitter like that. Yeah, he's, yeah. I used to listen to Sometimes when I was at downtown rehearsal when I first was in Los Angeles, uh, King Buzzo had a rehearsal space down from where I was. And sometimes, like, if you'd go there, like, on a Saturday, Buzz would just have people there jamming. And, like, he's had, like, you'd, sometimes you could, like, I've seen Dave Lombardo come in. I've seen, like, uh, like Mike Patton. Like, all the, and, like, wow. you could just hang out outside the door and just listen to these guys, like, jamming. There. And it was just, like, unreal. But I remember, I was just like, you got to be kidding me. Like, this is when I first moved there. I was, like, beyond, like, starstruck. I'm, like, going to pee. I'm, like, fuck, man. Like, this. <laughs> I was like, well, that's an awesome jam session in this little-ass dink room, like, that it's, the rooms there are so tiny too. Like I, I, I could even imagine. It just was super cool to, you know, to, to see that, to hear that kind of stuff. And, you know, he's obviously a monster. <laughs> Definitely, he's qualified to play Misfits songs. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, The Misfits are really good at taking like equipment and plugging it in and getting the Misfits tone out of it. Like I don't know that it'd be really tough to get like some of them guitar tones and stuff out of it. They can get yeah. it. Like they go in there and it's like <laughs> Misfits. All in the hands, maybe. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Doyle fucking beats that guy. Yeah. Like he's like, Bruh. you know, we saw them play. Where's it in Austin? Stubbs. Danzig. Stubbs. Yeah, yeah Danzig. But it was Doyle. Was Doyle. Was oh right. Yeah. Crozier awesome. conformity. Yeah, he came out and was like, you know, like every guitar he has to like hand his guitar back to the tech because he just beat the hell out of it. There's no way it was like in tune anymore. He's just like, oh, like freaking arms like my head, you know. It's about ass. You want to hear our Doyle story? Oh, yeah, Jesus. absolutely. So we got an interview with Doyle, and it was about four minutes long. Because he got pissed off when it showed up. Because apparently his tour manager told him it was going to be video. So he got all made so up. So he was all rushing, <laughs> he was rushing around prepared for the interview. And then he was mad at us. Like it was your... <laughs> yeah. It wasn't video. And I told the girl like three times before. And she's like, where's your camera? I'm like, we're just doing audio. And then I guess she never relayed that to him. Oh, oh shit. So nice. he did the whole So then he's just putting on his boots like... And there's like 
a shitload of noise, and he's talking like facing down, so you can barely hear him. And one word answers yeah. to our questions. <laughs> yes, and, no. and you know you can cut the tension with a knife. It's like <laughs> we got to get the fuck off this bus. He's gonna kill us. And then finally, he made a comment at the end about video, and I said, "Look, dude, we told." Then it was yeah. audio, and then he was all of a sudden cool. He's like, "Oh man, guys, thanks for coming out." Like after we, I met him one time. I had to stand up to him. <laughs> I met him one time and got a picture with him, and didn't remember because I was so fucking wasted. And I opened my phone the next day. I was like, "Oh shit, <laughs> picture doll. That's cool." He took <laughs> CB took the picture. I completely forgot. Yeah, I had no idea. I was so wasted. It was at the it was at one of the Nam show things <laughs> at, awesome. after parties, and he was there, and I was just wasted. I was, I'm gonna he leave him alone. Cool shit, and, and, and then I was drunk as shit. I was, I'm gonna get a picture, and I went, "Don't, I don't remember." Shit. Shit. The next day I looked at my phone and was like, oh, that's cool. Right. <laughs> I think he was a pretty shy guy, so I think that's not too uncommon, the, the simple like one-word answers. Yeah. Yeah. He's, uh, yeah. And now he's like a vegan, too, so he might be grumpy because he hasn't been eating much. Yeah. <laughs> right. I mean, he's like a fucking machine. You, you don't like doing you any animal products, dude. you're going to get angry, man. You know, yeah. he's easily going to kill somebody. <laughs> <laughs> that tour we saw his ladies' band. What, what was their name? Arch Enemy. Before that, oh, no, the agonist. Yes, that was that, it. Because yeah. they were the only, there was them, yeah. corrosion of conformity, and Pepper Keno wasn't at the corrosion one because he was out. With yeah, them. they hadn't reunited yet. And uh, but yeah, it was it was pretty. But yeah, but that must have been the tour where they they found love and stuff. And I think it was. I was excited. Just speculating. Yeah. Or he, they put some like hexes on people because they've got you know Danzig obviously has the power of the dark side he can do all kinds of things you <laughs> saying he hexed her into loving Doyle this is getting weird man. Yeah. <laughs> oh man well I think Doyle can pull down a lot of chicks I'm not, I'm not saying that he couldn't have without a hex but I'm just saying <laughs> yeah, he probably would Danzig's have no problem yeah I think up, yeah I think Doyle yeah I think Doyle can okay. probably pick up many women but... oh, man. I love this alright <laughs> now that we've discussed that's that Doyle's so that's where, that's where we got now <laughs> so here we are <laughs> when, when Jake's bean dip, it's awesome when he sees people that he gets excited about. One time we were at the Hard Rock, and it was like, I, it had to be like four in the morning, and bean dip was in full effect. And like, I had seen Ramstein that night. Yeah, he'd uh, seen, so, like, he went from our Vegas. show to Ramstein. Yeah, we played a show in Vegas yeah. during the day, and then I went to see Ramstein that night with a buddy of mine from Ireland. And then we went drinking at the Hard Rock across the street from the venue, and Ramstein fucking showed up, and I was, I was like, oh, Rob Stott. Yeah, he's just sitting there, like, we're just, like, sitting there, like, drinking, you know, gambling or whatever, you know, and my dad just hear, Rob Stott, Rob Stott, one of my favorite and, like, bands. like tripping like, over real, tables yeah, yeah, yeah. and, like, running. Oh, After, and yeah. I'm just like, oh, shit, man, we got, I'm gonna yeah. have to chase and him And I, so, I get over to Till, and I'm like, I got bad, Rob Stott, amazing, got a picture. <laughs> so he sits with him in the booth, so Beatnip's just sitting down yeah, next to him, like, like hey. And, 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 and as nice as those guys were, like, they don't look like very approachable people. But he was like, so he, nice. He was, but he was if, so if you listen to Ramstein's music, but then, it's but like, then, you know, But then, you, was it you were taking the picture, and you accidentally did video, and I went to look at it, and, oh, no, I need another picture, and he was totally cool yeah, about it. He sat was, down, let me take another picture. <laughs> Thank, I was like, oh, you're awesome. Thank you, thank you very much. <laughs> he was so calm and cool. He was very cool. Ramstein. Ramstein. And I was like, and I had one of my boots off because I threw it at Aaron. I remember. Yeah. I had to take my boot off. You were looking around on one like, boot. So I was like trying to chase after him with like one yeah, cowboy boot. I had another cowboy boot. I was sitting stoked. up on the table that we were at. He yeah, was like, I love Ramstein. Ramstein. I love <laughs> like Ramstein. And that was it. And we were, um, yeah, that was, and that was the night Nate was with us. I want to get a circus, circus like Hunter S. Thompson. And we decided to drink four loco. So, like, we were all ridiculous. Yeah, it was just a bad, like... Yeah, that's we were, a bad decision. Uh, yeah. 
<laughs> no shoe. Rich and I only drink Jason. Four Loko on uh, Cinco de Mayo. That's yeah. like our tradition. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just bad. Like, I mean, it was just like, you're drinking like, this is terrible. You drink it again. Like, it's like, it's the beer equivalent of Mad Dog 2020. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Well, what do you guys think about Goldberg being back? It's going to be sweet. Yeah. Are you a fan? I mean, yeah, I've watched, yeah, I grew up watching Goldberg, you know. I'm excited to watch Brock Lesnar whoop his ass. That's, <laughs> where, I, that's where I stand. As yeah, well. <laughs> Brock Lesnar sucks. Yeah. Brock so Lesnar. I don't want anyone to beat him ever because all he does is win. He might as well be Roman Reigns at this point. Baby. Let's just let him beat everybody up yeah. and make him look strong. Boo! Brock Lesnar. <laughs> Fuck those wrestlers. <laughs> yeah. I hate those. I'm kind a of wrestlers. big Brock Lesnar. Did you fan. see Hell in a Cell? Fucking Roman Reigns in the accolade for ten fucking minutes almost. Oh, I'll never tap out. And then he's got a chain across his face on steel steps in the accolade. Oh, I'm yeah. never gonna tap out. Fuck that. Yeah. <laughs> piss, piss me off. Yeah. I look at Brock Lesnar the same way. You can't do anything. That you can fucking shoot him. I'm not dead. Oh, F five. <laughs> Fuck every time. You ever, I'm pretty sure I can shoot Brock Lesnar. I don't think not I in WWE. Yeah. You ever see him? Uh, I don't think he would stop. Yeah, 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 I'll take it. Stop. No, I don't think nah. so either. You ever see him beat up that yeah, uh, one-legged would. dude? Who's that one-legged dude that was wrestling? Zach Gillen. Yeah, that's one of my favorite things. Ever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, I want Brock Lesnar's a giant man. I would. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to mess with him. I just think it's bullshit yeah, right. that he wins every time, no matter what. <laughs> is that the match where he's like trying to hit on his mom, yeah. and yeah. his mom's like, "No, yeah. I'm not. Like, I'm not into Brock Lesnar or whatever." Yeah. Oh, and yeah. so Brock Lesnar gets mad and goes and beats the one-legged oh, yeah. dude up. Oh yeah, <laughs> so dude, he's awesome. great, man. That's Brock's the shit, dude. Well, maybe he used to be cool. He sucks now, dude. Yeah, yeah we're split oh, in the Scott Hamlin yeah. camp about Brock. I hope Lesnar. Well, more importantly, I've been trying to get. We've been trying to get uh, CM Punk to take his next MMA fight with me at 180 pounds catch weight. Yeah. <laughs> so far, not much. He hasn't really on been that. biting on it. <laughs> <laughs> not much traction. I'm ready to cut. I got my I got my team ready. I'm, I'm, I'm ready a Chicago go. boy, so I might I'm pulling for CM Punk if that fight happens. I'm just gonna but. tell you there, there's, no, there, there's no way he will get out of the first round. I will get him in the first round either by KO or submission. Done. Yes. CM Been talking a lot of shit on this. CM, I love you. I have a lot of respect for you, but if you can't beat up the singer in our band, then you shouldn't be in the UFC. Right? <laughs> well, here, here's my stance now. Like, I, I really and I really like him going there. Brock Lesnar is a great UFC fighter. I, I've trained with a lot of guys in his weight class that that fight in the UFC, and they fuck me up. <laughs> like, it's like like guys in that 170 pound class walk around like my size and you know like i'm in there and they they're a lot better than you know i've trained for years and and you know gotten a lot of pro camp stuff and they're the the level that they have is so much beyond me like and i was watching like his training videos i'm like this is ridiculous i'm like yeah. this guy is like i was like you know it it was just kind of like one of the things so anyway i would like to have that fight <laughs> at 180 because i can't cut to 170 180 i'm gonna look like skeletor I'm going to be very crabby. Right. <laughs> I'm going to be back here angry. And I'm going to eat someone when I'm done. I'm going to be like, i got to eat you. I'll be like gnawing on his arm. Turn the fight. I don't think it's legal, man. You're turning into Whatever. a fucking zombie? Maybe. <laughs> anyway, right. so I'm using a radio show to call him out. He has not been very responsive on Twitter. <laughs> Maybe this will help. Maybe. Yeah, this will be. It all helps. Yeah, yeah. He's right. going to listen. He's going to be like, oh, who's this fucking guy? <laughs> he's going to take it, and then, you know, it'll be awesome. 
Awesome. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> well, a final word <laughs> on that. Yeah. As a Cubs fan, I mean, <laughs> man, I, I, what's, I, what's the feeling in the last couple of days? I, I, I can't explain it, man. I cannot explain it. I honestly, like, I'm, I'm very happy to be here right now. But did you see that fucking parade earlier? That we were yeah. just talking. My dad, my brother guys. are up there, and they're getting fucked up, Chicago. But I'm glad I got to see it, and and like for real, it's after I, the Cubs won, we found the nearest truck stop, and him and I pulled over and down to yeah, beer. Yeah, <laughs> yes, that's yeah, all we could actually. do. There was yeah. we were in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's it's wow. just one of those states, man. Like when you watch a team lose all day. I've been to Wrigley probably like 15 times. I think I've seen the Cubs win twice. Wow. All right, the first time I was in Wrigley. Uh, I got stung by a bee. I was I was young. I was like maybe like four or five, something like that. And Ryan Sandberg, they uh, he sent me an autograph like Cubs coloring book. It oh, was like awesome. yeah. So it was like ever since that, I was like diehard Cubs fan. And, he was the shit back then. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That, and, and that's why this is like special because it's like when you got guys like Ryan Sandberg, Ernie Banks, Ron Santo, Kerry Woods, Sammy Sosa. Like how none of them have a World Series. You know what I mean? These are all great hall of fame players so for this to happen it's like it's it's i had no words it's yeah. fucking awesome <laughs> you know <laughs> very happy very happy i'm gonna go drink a beer to the cubs after this interview actually. Oh, yeah. i like to bust these guys <laughs> balls because when, when yeah. this, this is my favorite thing to bust their balls about like whenever like their team wins. Yeah, we said like we win so I was like, "Listen, you guys didn't do shit." He doesn't understand team sports. Listen, like, no, no, like I giant do fans do, like giant fans Listen, do, like yeah. us. Because did you go watch Black it Sabbath? Says it on their you Facebook page. You don't Chicago, go watch Black did. Sabbath, yeah, and you don't leave it. and go, "Man, <laughs> we rock tonight." <laughs> the music world is a different world. It's a different world. Why is it? You don't walk in and be like, "Dude, why are there rules for anything?" We killed it. Just the way it is, bro. When we came in, the fairies were boots on. We were rocking so hard. Say that shit. I want a fan wall. Yeah. Be like, you know we what? Rock People tonight. want to walk away yes, and say, "Hey, did, man. we rock tonight." Fucking say it. <laughs> I'll, I'll be the dick going. Yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. yeah, and I'll be like the dick. I'm like, you didn't do shit, man. <laughs> <laughs> Teams wouldn't exist without fans. Bands wouldn't exist without fans. Yeah. Bands, are fu- it's just the I, way I'm it not, is. I'm man. not disagreeing. Well, then shut <laughs> up. <I'm just> <laughs> <laughs> but we did not do shit. Because we did everything all the time. I, that that team, man, is just so fucking. So there's your final word. Yes. <laughs> Chicago Cubs World Series champions, baby. Woo, Chicago, we did it. Yeah, we. No. <laughs> hey. That's great. Well, thank That's, you guys. As yeah, always. thank you. Yeah, guys, man, man, we always appreciate uh, as usual. Y'all coming yeah. out and doing yeah. it. Thank you guys. Helps us be snap mm-hmm. out of my. 20 hours in the car. Yeah. Did you drive straight through? <sighs> More we stopped. Or less. We yeah, stopped, we stopped a little bit here and there. Pretty much somewhere. Slept in the luxury Walmart. Yeah, we we had to fill <laughs> mail orders. Being a label means that you have to like fill mail orders, so that takes yeah. hours. I woke up one of the days, 7 a.m., ready to start driving, and Adam's like, "Oh wait, we should. We got these mail orders we need to send out. We should do that." Three hours Three later. Three hours later, <laughs> 10 o'clock, we're leaving the post office. It's just like, how the fuck did that take it's so long? Real life. <laughs> still, nine, nine hours on pre-orders, like for real. Wow. Yeah, the other day, yeah. We do it all ourselves. I mean, we're, we're, we're incredibly humbled about the whole thing, and it's really cool. But it was like, man, you know, like, we, it was uh, 
we sp- it yeah, was a little sp- more overwhelming than we than we yeah. thought. You know, yeah. like it was kind of pre-orders, getting them ready. Yeah, yeah, like that whole like hours, those things to, that you're like, oh yeah, ready. this is what labels do. Yeah, <laughs> I guess that's why labels have staff and stuff. Yeah, so when <laughs> the bands, staff. yeah, when the bands are just like, we ain't no label. Who, what do they do anyway? Well, I'll tell you what they do. <laughs> yeah. They take During the cut the, for the it. The nine hours that you could have been hanging out and watching Hell in a Cell instead of sitting around, you know. Yeah, so, I had to get home and watch Hell in a Cell late. I missed it live, so we were yeah. busy doing stupid pre-orders. Yeah. <laughs> so thanks for nothing, fans. <laughs> yeah, missing wrestling. <laughs> so when they opened their packages, they were handled by you guys. Yeah, we oh, packed yeah. them. Yeah. We did all of, one of the, us all of or it. If, it. if it comes out of like the, uh, my bunker, too... I have a couple people that'll help me out there, so there's a few people that might help out. Like it might, you know, yeah, we actually write like thanks and sign nephew. all the receipts too. So well, that's on, all yeah, on all of them, all of the pre-orders. <laughs> that's, were that's how you know that yeah, every yeah, pre-order was handled. We, by us we're the ones that we, we do all of it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's like and yeah, that we learn that. Um, I, I've always been a fan of like Fugazi and like Emakai and Discord. And when if you order anything from Discord, the person that packet always writes like "thank you" and writes their name on it. Yeah. So like we've always made it a point like no matter who packs it, someone who does it for us to always write like you know "thank you" on it. Like and it's a it's a, it's a Discord records trick. So that's where you got that from. It's a good way to be. It's something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks, no, guys. Cool. Thank yeah. you, guys. Yeah, yeah, we absolutely. appreciate it. Hell yeah! Thanks. Yeah. Right on. Oh, yeah. Good shit. Have a good show. We will be there. We're going to have awesome. fun. Yeah. Gonna, I'm going to try not to get so hammered this time so I can remember. Oh, that's dumb. Uh, no, that was what? <laughs> We're was playing Green Bastards, so you uh, kind of have to yeah. get hammered for that one. I'm so a real American. Was that like a one-time thing? You that was a one-time time. thing. That did not go That was the, that was the well. only that was show like, we played it at, and almost no one I think you guys were the only ones excited about it. The response was not stellar, so we've never done that again. Yeah, that was just like, by the time we were in like the third chorus, like we were just like, man. This we're like, going what? <laughs> 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 the point was like, we were so excited yeah, and so we realized so. that we were the only people <laughs> very excited yeah. about We it. were like, man, we're going to bust this out. Fuck, people are going to love it. Yeah. And not really, that wasn't the case. So yeah. it's fine. That's it's fine. That's you, sometimes you throw a line out and it doesn't, you don't yeah. catch. Yeah, so it was a special treat one time. <laughs> it was a special yeah. You guys saw the only time that's ever probably I, that's ever going to happen. That's not the first time nice. that's ever happened and definitely going to be Well, that was the first time that that. Yeah, and that definitely will be the last of that. Unless Hulk Hogan asks us to like, well, play well, his well, entrance well, well, that, at an event. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then we're in. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there you go. Adam, Adam, Rich, and Jake from Scattered Hamlet. All four guys, thank you much for taking the time out. You know, that was pretty lengthy. That was 40-plus minutes. Yeah. Just hanging out outside out there before the the show. So try to ignore the fire sirens and the, <laughs> the, the people driving by. The random noise, but, you know, I don't think it's too bad, you know, and. I haven't edited that yet, so I don't know. Maybe you heard Steve Murdoch. Maybe you didn't. You might have heard Steve Murdoch, and if you do, that's okay. Yeah, he said to cut him out, but maybe I'm going to leave him in just I, to piss him off. I think you should. Maybe I'll do half and half. I'll, <laughs> I'll leave part it, of it in. Yeah. It's all there, warts and all. <laughs> we love Steve, so it doesn't matter. It's all good. Yeah. You know, yeah, but anybody uh, else, that would have pissed me off. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, you know, this was a great interview. Uh, thanks to them for doing it. Uh, their show was good. We had a great show. Oh, yeah, there you go. We did. <laughs> yeah, you got it. You got it. Yeah. Took you a minute. Like Jake said, you know, we went to Scattered Hammer <laughs> and we kicked ass. We sure did. <laughs> you know, whether Adam Joe thinks that we did or not, only he did. Nope, we did as well. That's right. Because we're fans of Scattered Hammer. <laughs> well, like we mentioned earlier and like you heard in that interview, you need to pick up Swamp Rebel Machine. 
it's out now and it's definitely a kick-ass kick-ass album if you like southern rock and you like metal combine the two and you got this badass band exactly and their live show is not to be missed and they're always touring so no matter where you're at in the country at some point you should be able to see them in 2017 yeah you could yeah you'll be able to see them yeah and once again, NeatThunderUnderground.com is our website. There's a review up there for this album. There's also a review for the band we played earlier, Grave Huffer. And like we mentioned earlier as well, check out Resonate by Glenn Hughes. And while you're at it, our, all our podcasts are there on the website as well. They're also on SoundCloud.com backslash Thunder-Underground. 94 previous episodes. Two of those also had Scattered Hamlet. So if you dug this, go back and listen. They're yeah, all they're, a fun time. Yeah, the m- more more hilarity. Yeah, and uh, who else? We've had tons of people on here. Oh man, uh, we've had uh, Micah, um, the Attic Chick, Sid Falk from Overkill. Uh, we've had Ryan Neff from Miss May I, uh, Shooter Jennings. Yes, uh, we've had Ian Moore and the Lossy Coils. Uh, we've had, you know, guys from Warrant, Trickster, uh, Europe. I mean, you know, the list goes on. Great White, Crowbar, Act of Defiance, Death Angel, Megadeth, Nonpoint, Soil. Murder uh, FM. Drowning Pool. Drowning Pool, yeah. So. I mean, it's all out there. You just gotta, yeah, yeah, get into it. Avatar. Oh, yeah. That was a good one. Yeah. Definitely check that out. We've had on... We are massive fans of Swedish music. Yes. Jason yes. especially loves ABBA, but, you know, I love, <laughs> you know, they're all right, I guess. Hey, hey, you you love Roxette, so I don't want to hear it. That's true, but anyway. <laughs> no, but we've now, you know, successfully had two members of bands from, or two guys that are members of bands from Sweden. Yes. You know, <laughs> with Europe and Avatar. That's right. You know, next stop was Soil Work and Evergreen and Flames and... Backyard babies and whatever else. That would Ghost. be awesome. Yeah, that would be amazing. <laughs> well, I think we're just rambling now. So thank you again for listening. Thank you to Scattered Hamlet. Got anything else? I think that's it. Turn it off, man. No, we should mention. <laughs> we should mention. Next episode. Who is it? King. Eddie Valise from King. Yes, we got Eddie Valise from King on the next episode, and it's a pretty good one, too. Yeah, he's the singer and guitarist of this amazing three-piece band called King. If you do not follow him, go look him up and be prepared. It's K-Y-N-G. Yes. New album, Breathe in the Water, is another contender for top ten, definitely. All three all three of their albums are great. If you like, you know, Clutch and stuff like that, it's like that, but even a little more expansive. So definitely go check that out. Be on the lookout for that episode. And until next time. Thunder Underground, y'all. Thunder Underground, y'all.